Hello out there, Foxes fans, and welcome back to yet another edition of the U.S. Foxes podcast. Coming to you live, as always, from various time zones around the United States of America. I, as always, am your host, Matt Folks, joined this evening by two of my favorite people in the world. Over in New York City, Mr. Jason Becker, my co-host on the East Coast. What's up, bro? How you doing? I'm here doing my best this week to channel the spirit of Anthony Craig James, better known as Tony James, who clinched survival for us on the last day of the season. Uh, 1991 kept Leicester from dropping into the third division for the first time. The vibes uh, are we're putting them out all over the place, guys. With superstition wise, I, I found a golf tee uh, on Sunday. My wife and I joined a new golf club and uh, we were standing on the first tee box and I looked down and I see a broken tee and there was a blue fox on the broken tee and i immediately put it in my pocket as a sign so yeah superstitions are high right now uh how are they down in houston texas with mr jim harris what's up buddy you you've got any superstitious stuff going on um i don't have as good superstitious stuff as either of you that's unfortunately but um i will try and channel my um steve howard towering header um (laughs) vibes to just hopefully that shows the comeuppance of Leeds on Sunday and for the victory of Leicester. These yeah, are, it, I was yeah. going to say, Matt, these are, these are desperate times right now. I'm glad you only put that tea in your pocket. I think there are some people who might be willing to stick it somewhere else just to ensure safety on yeah. the last day of the season. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, this, I'm definitely willing to do a few things. I don't know quite much about, about that i'm getting i'm getting pulp fiction vibes right now about like <laughs> watch me directly I'm in the chat taking... yeah dude um it's it's of course lester city guys so we couldn't have left it easy um it, there was never going to be a time where this would have we, we could have been down you know a couple of days ago and this was all just a formality nope we uh get, we somehow manage our first shutout and clean sheet since november however we do not score ourselves so we get a point out of the pivotal newcastle game leaving us in a position where now our fate is both in our hands and out of our hands um i guess for all of the things that could have happened this is this is one that i didn't see coming um i guess we'll start with you jim um newcastle and your thoughts on it and uh yeah here we are with one game left well, if I may continue the reference of backsides, I watched that game th- with clenched buttocks the whole time. <laughs> and um, that really was a back-to-the-wall resolute um, kind of first, what what was it? Pretty much 60-odd minutes of just um, clinging on, hanging on. Uh, Johnny Evans literally kind of a walking wounded warrior at the end of his stint and um, the woodwork intervening multiple times. I don't think there could be anything else that kind of could have happened that would have like, you know, raised my stress levels higher apart from potentially Timothy Castagna in the, in the, in the dying minute seconds, pulling, creating Gordon Banks too from Nick Pope uh, and, and maybe ruining what could have been some sort of glorious um, underdog victory that we'd have been speaking about for 
years and years and and hopefully we will be talking about the point at newcastle in may of 2023 in um in years to come or even in a week to come yeah i think at at one point um our kit man was going to go out and uh hang a lester kit on the actual goalpost um because that's how pivotal of a defender that the goalpost played for us um there were all sorts of things about that match that were a little weird uh whether you talk about the early car it could have been a red card uh pretty nasty foul on booba jason that had a lot of people up in arms um that wasn't the only controversial call that was missed uh during the day your thoughts on on the performance of the boys? I mean, when you look at some of these stats, <laughs> 23 shots to one, um, 12 corners to one, 78% possession to 22% possession. Uh, I, yeah, I, I guess you can look at it either way um, you want to. Yeah, I think at this point, you just kind of throw stats out the window. It's all about points and how many points you can get. And... Um, yeah, certainly lucky to to escape with a draw, um, but we've needed some luck and, and haven't Amen. gotten any this year. And it was good to see kind of like this total commitment to defending. Everson said after the game that they came to, to win, and it just didn't really seem like that from the way that the side was set up, but with everyone camped behind the ball for so long. But the effort, the desire – the heart was there stuff all three things that we've i guess it's all kind of the same thing really but we really haven't seen a whole lot of that from the side this season and saw plenty of that and it wasn't pretty it was uh it wasn't i don't know we were really playing football but the guys were willing to do whatever it took to claw out a draw and when I think about the draw, I'm, you know, going into the game was thinking, you know, you might as well go for a win. So either way, you're going to need to win on the last day uh, if you lose and you're going to need help. Um, but we got rid of an out. We, you know, we got rid of an out. We've got uh, leads really, you know, have to do something miraculous to get through. And now, you know, Everton, a draw doesn't even get them through if we win. And, I was thinking about, you know, should I be happy with the draw? Should I not? I kind of wish that we'd been playing like this earlier and just doing whatever we could to pick, pick up the points and defend at all costs. That's really what you have to do during a great escape. You, ha you have to put yourself in a position where you have to score as few goals as possible to win a game. You can't be having to score three, four goals to, to get a point or to get three points. And I don't know, psychologically, maybe it would be a good thing because, you know, had they lost, there had been twice as much pressure on us on the last day, um, twice as much praying about other results. And, you know, maybe we've got a little confidence back along the side and, and guys that are looking at each other uh, and saying that they want to be there and fight for each other. Just wish we'd have done it a little sooner, but maybe maybe this nil nil ugly draw wasn't the worst thing in the world yeah i think it would be super easy to get you know just and god if you got on twitter or fox's talk or any of those spots you could find all the angry people you wanted to that are that have already you know the season is done and over and that was the most pathetic thing they've ever seen but on the flip side guys this isn't like 
Wolves or Palace that we were playing, or even fucking Newcastle from like two or three last two three years. This is yeah. a Champions League team now, bona fide, that are playing the best football they've played in twenty plus years. They are a juggernaut of a team. You just have to look and see what they did to Brighton and 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 other teams this year. They they have they have forced or, their will. Us us. Twice. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, so I I think you know all things considered, would it obviously. Everyone would have loved Timmy to, to to seal that and one nothing. But take 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 the victories where we have them here, guys, because this might be the last time we're in this league for a minute, and we're still in it as of right now. We're still in it all the way up till Sunday morning, and um, we'll see what we'll see what happens. And uh, yeah, at least we're in a position, Jim, where we do kind of have some some of it in our own hands still. We do. I think we have. I think that point was massive because it means that Everton have to go for a win, and I think that 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 fills me with confidence because if we win and they draw, we should be up. I think goal difference, like I think the biggest thing throughout this sort of terrible run, you know, is chipped away, but it's not. Uh, we haven't lost our goal difference you know i think even the fulham game we got you know think about how much we got spanked but then we managed to kind of get back a couple of goals the second half in the man city game where we kind of got back a goal and we got back into it so like these fine margins could matter on sunday now and i think the 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 clean sheet was huge i think the, the fact that we could defend but i think also also for me matt what was important was we actually were able to pull together some possession and and some attacking threat once we changed the formation a bit and like we really rode the storm and i i think i don't want to get too excited about sunday because i feel like i can i can't get excited and if, and i feel like i'll be punished if i get too optimistic at this point i think we all do but we can with with a west ham team that's maybe got an eye on europe i think they've got quite a long break before they play anyway um at least this is not like mason not uh declan rice's last game in a west ham shirt where he has to prove a point um but like this is a team who we've you know we've had mixed results against on the last day so um but like yeah let's i think we can at least go in with the win we've got something to play for matt to your point and like that's all we could ask for at this point right now that we're in it and we've kept ourselves alive and unfortunately it's now down to you know two out of three well we asked on twitter for your guys thoughts on uh, where things are right now and a few you were nice enough to reach out i'm gonna butcher uh your name jason so i'm sorry for this it's jason pochinok pochinok p-o-c-h-y-n-o-k jpog 1983 we'll just go with the handle uh his feelings are i would rather be everton right now not just because they're in a better position on points but every one of their players are fighting for their premier league lives lester has half the squad who will be in the premier league regardless of what happens this weekend uh so kind of another uh look on it there do you want to take a shot at that jason you're you agree disagree with that yeah i mean look i i i I think so and um yeah, they're definitely in a better position. Um, if I had to play devil's advocate here, I would say that um, Bournemouth probably 
you know, in the back of their minds, you know, the, the people at the club would love a little bit of revenge uh, against Everton. Uh, Everton did relegate Bournemouth a couple of years ago at the end of the season. Uh, Bournemouth have um, a fantastic record against Everton. So maybe we can bank on that. But also at the same time, Everton is there facing potential future financial fair play sanctions and, and maybe points deductions. And if you're if you're a Bournemouth, you might think it might be better to have them in the, in the season in the future. It well, could be one one fewer uh, relegation rival. But Everton, they're dealing with a lot of injuries right now too. Um, not looking good for Calvert Lewin and and Seamus Coleman um, and a few other players. Um, so they may, may they may be missing um, a, a high number of players uh, on Sunday. So the pressure pressure is certainly on them. And you know if they screw up and go down one, if they um, if we go up one or two early, you know the mood could really change over at Goodison. So um, fingers crossed that that'll be the case. Yeah, they could. Uh, they that's a place that will turn very quickly on them, and especially the position that they're in. I, I would love nothing more than to see a very sad Jordan Pickford. Um, and I, yeah, we're all we're all cherry foxes uh, on Sunday, Jim. What what are your thoughts on that? You uh, rather be in uh, Everton's position, or you kind of like where we are? <laughs> um, I'd rather be in Everton's position because they have the points on the board. Right. Um, I wouldn't want to be in Everton's position because I don't have to be an Everton fan, and I don't think I'd want to have that at all. Um, yeah, Jason said, look, they, they've had a few injuries. It's They've by no means sealed the deal. And so, look, I, I'd rather think about our own team and what yeah. we can do. And if, if we if we go all out and we get a result and we don't make it, but we got the win at least we can kind of go down with our heads a little bit higher i'm not going to say high um but at least we'll have shown some fight in the last you know couple of games especially yeah. after kind of we had the new manager sort of bounce ish it wasn't really a it wasn't <laughs> like a flat and it wasn't a bounce but it was like a bit in between right um but yeah, I don't. I, I just hope that we can build on that Newcastle result and not think, oh, we that you know, we did the job. We didn't do the job. So, yeah, we're definitely in a weird position where everything, you know, universe-wise, from our management to our ownership to our players, all have left a lot to be desired this year as far as their professionalism and the way they've done their jobs and all things and what should i mean if we're being fair about it point to us being relegated the way that this mm. has been run this season and done we frankly you know I, I i hate to say it but we do probably deserve to go down for all of that combined however that's not how it works that's not where the league has worked out this year with the points and by the grace of god here we are with 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 a chance to to stay up in this wonderful league and you know if we do we do um it's going to be interesting, you know, to see what happens. I think it'll be just as interesting if we go down, see what happens to the squad as if we stay up. Um, it, there's going to be lots of reckoning to, to happen. And uh, I, I definitely think that it's it's going to be interesting to, to be a Foxes fan again. Um, 
late day drama is kind of our thing as a Leicester fan. It's, I don't know how many American supporters are familiar with, with some of the things that have happened in uh, the final day in this club's history. Um, some of our more recent fans might remember the Anthony Knocker Watford um, collateral that happened uh, a few years ago. One of the worst days that, I mean, one of the most just not even bad as a Leicester fan, but just an unbelievable thing. Like Michael Block, uh, if you're a PGA guy and watched what he did this weekend, just an unbelievable sporting feat. And I feel like that's what happened with the famous uh, Knockhart Watford penalty. Um, but on the other end of the spectrum. Yes, exactly. And it just things that are just unbelievable. Like you never saw coming. Um, Jim, any other, uh, any other last day uh, fun things that we've talked about besides Jason's uh, background, of course. Oh, um, trying to think. Final day memories. I have some like, great one uh, against Everton that, that comes to mind, and that was spent with Jason and Jordan. Well, not Jordan. I think Jordan was sick. But <laughs> spent with Jason and the boys uh, celebrating in the uh, in the pub in New York. Yeah, that's one of my favorites. I, I wonder if we can think about the the great win that was the last game of the season when we won the league, and we kind of just strolled out. I think that what was that five one. It was the Everton. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so when we go. were in New York Sorry. for that, in the pouring uh, rain, Andy yeah. King scores a. Oh God, when the when Andy King scored that goal, the bar just fucking erupted because no one deserved it more. Um, yeah, so that's a good one. What about you, Jason? That was a good one. It was a you know you know but that that was a you know certainly on the talk about opposite ends of the spectrum. You know, compared sure. to. Uh, you know, we did have a couple of um, tough last days trying to see out that um, Champions League spot. Mm-hmm. So maybe we don't have the best um, record yeah. when the pressure is on lately. But I'm, I'm also none of that will matter out. if we can somehow get it and, and, and put the pressure on Everton and see them crack. Yeah, I'm trying not to think about the last time we were in the relegation spots and had to have something on the last day of the season and we didn't do it and i'm thinking 2008 against That's eighth when we got right oh, every, every result went against us yeah exactly yeah we drew we needed to get more than a we needed to get three points i think so kind of a similar spot to sunday well, in yeah, a way, but, uh, hopefully we're due you know just that combined with the naki and maybe we're just due for some last day uh glory. yeah um, I think that would be wonderful. Let's uh, jump back into the Twitter and take a look at some other things. Tony Wilson at Wilson Bone, longtime friend of the pod. He asks, what is better for the club? Relegation, reset, reload, build, or stay up and lose top players and struggle again next season? A bit of a quandary. I know I would love us to stay up for next season, but would it just be denying the inevitable? Uh, Jim, you want to jump on this one? Yeah. Hey, Tony. Um, stay up. I don't think there's anything that's not stay up as the answer. Um, I don't feel, I, I feel like next season could be a real struggle. This is not kind of like a Newcastle getting relegated and then winning, you know, cruising the league or, you know, Villa when they got relegated, rebooting them. And even, you know, this is a, I think I, I very much worry about our bounce back ability. I think that's a phrase that's been knocked around for a while. Um, and with just the team going and being able to build, rebuild a team, like I think 
and who we could get in is is just like there's too many unknowns for me so i think if we can stay up i feel like if we can get a new manager in there's talk of potter again there's talk of um you know do we go back to our sort of dna of what we what made us sort of a you know better team i think maybe some of the players that we've lined up or have been targeting potentially see this as a blip and we'll clear out our wages and i think there'll be less sort of high wages low wages or just blanket high wages i think so we'll see stay up for me yeah jason tony my man hopefully see you soon um but uh yeah that's a good question it's something i've kicked around actually quite a bit lately and i don't know if i have the answer um for a while i was leaning towards it might be best to to go down and um and kind of rebuild and in in many aspects of the club and i think the um relegation would be you know it would be an abject failure and i th- would uh, imagine that there would be some serious consequences for our or i guess i would hope even though i don't wish to worse on anyone that there would be some serious consequences but at the same time like jim said there are a lot of unknowns and you know not just thinking of um the the squad and the players but i also think about um some of the the really good folks that that are there working at the club and you know the possibility that that their jobs could 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 be in jeopardy um when when there are there are good people working at leicester city football club who don't deserve that to happen to them so um we have loans out we've taken out loans against future premier league winning the tv money and 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 winnings and had to kind of rearrange those now to add uh parachute payments to um um to put up against those loans and when you're in a position like that and the money you you can get away with that while you're promoted because you know you have that future premier league money coming in you're getting a lot of cash in and if we get relegated the only serious cash we might get in is for in the form of of some player sales uh but there's no guarantee that we go back up and you know it could be a very very long time before we get promoted again so i think um it, it comes down to money unfortunately i don't mind being in the championship i you know enjoy the, the the division i have lots of friends who support <laughs> other clubs in the second division i would love to go see some grounds uh in that division next year but at the same time you know thinking about the health of less city football club um being in the premier league and not losing that status is um could be vital yeah it's really hard to see I mean, I can't even think, <laughs> and especially because we have a new loan as recently as what two months ago. I think they they took out another one uh, from the Vampire Bank. I think that's right. Uh, I don't know if it was a new one or if it were if it was just a, a, a kind of a renegotiation of of an existing of to kind of put up those parachute payments against. Uh, but I could be wrong. So yeah, it's. Um nothing is clear nothing but, is clear. let, let alone either way, there needs, sorry sorry matt no you're good yeah e- either way there needs to be a serious clean out either way the wage bill is too high either way the squad is bloated either way we're not 
promoting enough out of the academy and either way we don't have the academy on the same page as the senior team no matter what happens if we get if we stay up or we go down um no matter what division we're in we have to kind of reassess you know the the profile of players that that we're bringing in um do do we need you know certain types of characters in the squad now we need more physical i think we need more athletic players uh, up and down the squad and we're missing that as well so right. um no matter what division we're in i would hope that we see a um a very different leicester city kind of emerge uh from from these ashes so to speak yeah i think although you know talking about the championship and and toughness i i the the idea of uh Suter and hamza just beating the shit out of people week in and week out. It's I not, not terrible. I could I could uh, enjoy watching that on on Saturdays and the occasional you know Mondays and Tuesdays for sure. Yeah, but yeah, Tony, to to, to basically just wrap it all up for you. Um, I yeah, I'm, I think I, you did it perfectly, Jason. Like being in the championship is is not like the abject problem that we have. It's it's the consequences of going down financially that could absolutely devastate and wreck the club. So, yeah, it's, yeah. But, I mean, I I know people who firmly believe that we should you know the best place to do this still is to is to go down. It's a really good consideration, and I think um, I think if you ask half our listeners all you know half of if you ask all the listeners or you know everyone you know who is a Leicester City fan I think half of them might say maybe we're better off yeah and I think it's just because facts right like I think half the listeners or 90 percent of the listeners have been resigned to us going down now for two three weeks and are just trying to accept the possibility of the fact that with this we even have a chance guys going in on this final day with 31 points or whatever the fuck we have is just mind-blowing um it really is um and when you you're talking about the good people that work for this club and just the unfairness of the fact that you know the people that have done great jobs the you know the kit man to the ushers to the to the te- to the people selling pints and beers that are then uh, unfortunately the people that get the uh have to pay the bill when we get relegated well listen i i mean up and we wouldn't be in this position if up and down the you know the the club there weren't issues right and there weren't right. people who maybe weren't doing the best job and you know you can talk to people on about their match day experience too and you, you may get some very mixed reviews of uh you know how how fans have been treated and, and how fans have been treated on away game during uh, mm-hmm. away games too and kind of the 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 surveillance that's gone on and the ticketing issues and etc so um there is just um we're i think in in some ways we're starting to see a growing um you know we talk about the the football side of things we also i think need to think about the um the connection between the club and and the um and the supporters again because i think we're starting to see you know some some fissures there um that you know, when, when when the outside world looked at Leicester City um, for so many years, it would would everyone else would see a, a united front and a, you know a club that that like truly cared about its supporters and and really tried to um, encourage support to to um, to build an atmosphere and and do all that. And we're just seeing we're seeing lots and lots of cracks in that. I think throughout this season and the fact that the football hasn't been good. 
I think has only amplified uh, some of that. But there are still plenty of, you know, very, very good people working for the club and, and I, some that I know personally and, and, and would not want to see, you know, impacted by, by relegation. Absolutely. Jim, you're right in the same wheelhouse there. Yeah, absolutely. I think, yeah, Jason made spot on great point of like, you know, this is more than just the players on the pitch and like, there's a whole family behind it. I think we have, it'd be nice to kind of see the club go back to that. You know, I think there's a view that if we go into the championship, I guess, you know, does that kind of bring it closer to the community? And are we, does it kind of make it a bit more oneness? I think there's, I don't know if we still have a bit of imposter syndrome in the Premier League, even though, you know, we've won the league, we've come fifth, we've done all these things, we've won the FA Cup since we've been there. Um, I think there's always a bit of, you know, as a Leicester fan, you think, how long am I going to be able to enjoy this? And I think, like we said in the last last pod, we've been able to enjoy it since, you know, nine, nine years now. And, like, I think there's a bit of resigning ourselves to, you know, okay, we, we, we get ready for it. But... If it if it can be a springboard, I think that's that's great. I do worry about the number of contracts expiring, the number of players still. Like I said, yeah. so even people like Hamza, he's his contract expires at the end of the season. So Next, he, we we signed him to a one year extension before we okay. sent them out on loan. So I think that was that okay because I think he's got a. They've got a. Uh, so he's got one more year right. year okay. on his contract after maybe, he maybe that maybe the sources I'm using are not right then. So I, I'm kind of seeing that, but like you've also got, you know, we've got a ton of players. Hey, maybe George Hurst will sign him for another and he'll come and smash some goals in. Who knows, right? But um yeah, there's I, I think it's like who do we keep, even though the, the people that are on contract, Jason, you mentioned, like we go down, we're probably selling Madison. Sure. I, we're selling I think he's gonna go he's gone regardless yeah. um yeah i know he's playing against his parent club last night um no i think the one thing was like you already put in a shift last night he actually i thought he ran his ass off and it was interesting seeing him anchoring did he run his ass off or is I it just like he's looked well, no shit maybe, for so things long are, maybe, that... maybe things are relative to how he's been so um but yeah. i felt like he did um but like I worry about people like Barnes. I don't want to lose him as well as Madison. And like, look at, he kind of made a difference. I think, you know, but I think he's also probably too good for the championship. Like Pereira probably is a sayable asset if he can stay fit. But I feel like he's sort of player that would stay just for one season. Um, you know, so then, you know, you've got Castagna. We've got to hope that Justin will be back and we'll have a, you know, we'll have, Back to our kind of wow, we have too many fullbacks. Um, probably a season in the league, in, in for Christensen might be good in, in League One. Sorry, in Championship. I'm old school, first division. Yeah, don't don't, don't <laughs> bring us out of League One just yet. Yeah, please. Yeah, exactly. Oh shit. Um, so I think that's like the the stuff that we need to to think about. But I don't want to think about it right now. I want to think about BT. Think about. Um, yeah, I don't want to think about a season without Tete, man. That's just going to be too. too I know, yeah. Like, <laughs> Speaking yeah. of, yeah, I'm going to have a go. Sorry. Um, we've got, I uh, got dogs here. Um, 
I've got a Tete jersey if anybody uh needs needs one. It's uh in perfect condition, been worn once. Uh Maybe you've, probably, you've, probably sweat, you've probably sweated in it more than Tete has sweated. In <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that was an interesting bet that I made that uh, has not worked out that. that I way. guess if we think about this, you know, no matter what happens on 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 Sunday, and and look, first, I know this wasn't the deal, right? We weren't offered this. No one, you know, we didn't make a deal with the devil for this. We didn't know that this was going to come, but. If someone had said to you, you know, hey, this is what the nine years in the Premier League are going to look like, and you're going to have a great escape, you're, you're going to have Esteban Cambiaso play for you, you're going to see Jamie Vardy, Riyad Mahrez, and Golo Kante take the league by storm and be three of the best players in the league. Jamie Vardy is going to be go down as one of the greatest strikers in the league's history. We're going to get a couple of you know trips to Europe. Out of this, we're gonna win an FA Cup. We're gonna have a semifinal in Rome, and Jason, you'll get to go to that. I, I think if you look at a lot of the clubs that are will even stay in in the Premier League, they would um, people would rip your arm off mm-hmm. for that deal. And we've got to see things, and we've had some highs that. Um, very few fans of the sport have have gotten to experience and it's something special so no matter what happens um you know we'll, we'll always have that you know certainly it doesn't get rid of of the dis- disappointment but at the end of the day i think you know we we still have had some incredible experiences together uh, as supporters and um we still love the club and we still enjoy watching games together and being together and you know sharing in those moments together and and that doesn't go away um you know my friend jack one of the the big strong lester boys i think you know he had a line said you know for him football is about moments you know maybe a little bit of a simpleton take there but i think he's right i think you know um at the end of the day you know, we're doing this because uh, we love the club, but we we share something together that that we really enjoy and we really enjoy doing. And I'll keep doing it. You know, if it's in the championship next year, it's in the championship next year. Um, if it's at a semifinal in Rome uh, uh, two years later, then it's in a semifinal in you know in in Europe. So, yeah, the 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 bad makes the good taste that much better and lord knows as lester fans guys we've tasted plenty of bad and so it's it it is uh it's it's been a fucking miracle run when you step back and just look at where we've been and where we've come to Mm -hmm. it's it's it really is uh you have to pinch yourself so um we just we just stay on this bike right jimmy exactly and it's not like last time we were in the championship and you've like got one game of blue moon if, you know, for the for the U.S. fans, it's not like being in right. League One when we had to watch the grainy Satanta subscription in 240p. When you thought, "Is this game raining or not?" and it wasn't until the highlights later that you realized, <laughs> you know, think about. So, look, we'll we'll follow the team as you guys said next season, regardless. You know, hey, look, we'll 
hopefully see some wins if we're in the championship, you know, lots of them. And, you know, will, will, will it be a Jamie Vardy return to the championship, recreating the record season, smashing in goals left, right, and center? Shave. No, if Jamie, if we get relegated, Jamie Vardy turns up with a shaved head with a little, you know, faux hawk down the middle of it. I'm going to be pumped for the season. I'm yeah. going to be pumped for the season, whatever happens. You know. Fleetwood Vardy is back. Exactly. <laughs> When we started the the New York Foxes group, we didn't actually, you know, get it started until 2011. But you know, some of us have been fans for for a bit longer, and there were times we'd all, you know, get together, and meet up, and then realize like oh, there actually isn't a stream of this game today, and you know, figure out something, and someone fire up a laptop, and then there we are sitting around with you know with some pints and listening to a stream of the game, or sometimes. <laughs> catching some dodgy stream and, and, and watching. And, um, you know, you, we did that, you know, at, at a love, but also, you know, you've got, you're part of this community and, you know, you like, it's, it's a lot better to, to watch with other people than to, you know, be stuck by yourself at home. Um, and, um, I just thinking about that Sunday could be great. Um, Sunday could be really sad and and uh, and, and tough. And I, I think no matter what happens, uh, I would encourage um, supporters from from around the country to you know get together and meet up for it and, and watch it together because it's a kind of experience that um, might gain you a a lifetime friend. You know, someone that you went through that day with. It's a type of experience that um, might be what starts a supporters club, you know, in your area. Or, you know, you might have someone to to jump around with and, you know, throw a beer, like pour a beer down and, and just jump around and, you know, and act silly. And it's, it's always a lot more fun to, to do that with someone. Um, so... I think it'd be great, you know, around the, the States, you know, the, for American and expat or, or wherever you're from, if you're a Leicester fan, you're based somewhere in the States to, to try to find someone and, um, or try to find a place where, where some other people may be, um, who, who are, who are living and dying with, with every kick that day and, and, and keeping an eye on, on what's happening in, in Goodison and, and, and watch with them and, and let's just, let's see what happens. Absolutely, guys. I mean, we're, it's it's on it's on, it's just like you said, Jason. Like it's on bar to be one of the greatest days in Leicester history. I mean, straight up this day, everything goes right for us. We get a win. It it, it would be one of the greatest games and days for us as far as survival, as far as just sheer craziness, man. Yeah, I mean, and, and it could be just a horribly deflating yep. day too. But I'd okay. rather go through a deflating day like that with, with other Leicester fans around me than, than, you know, kind of home by myself. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. And, and, and guys, we want to help facilitate that. So if you're sitting somewhere right now in Omaha or Iowa city, or I, I don't know, I'm just picking, picking random towns here. And you're like, God, I wish it'd be, it would be really cool if I could watch this game with somebody use that hashtag us foxes at us. And we would love to retweet it and say, Hey, if you guys are within an hour of Iowa city, if you're within two hours, Iowa city, Eric is going to be, you know, 
starting the Iowa Foxes. He's gonna this is gonna be the first meetup this Sunday. What a day to do it. Um, guys, please reach out. We would love to put you in connection. We had some some people reach out today about watching a match in LA. Shout out to Pipes for uh, helping facilitate that. We were able to give them a location where they can go watch a match. Um, yeah, I'm I'm biased, obviously, but I but I will always say this: it is the greatest community of fans in the world. My best friends in the world are because of this club. It's uh, it it's insane, and frankly, it it is like you said, Jason. The good times, they they they're fleeting, but they're they're just so much better with people around you. And it, the bad times, the exact same. Um, when when it's super sad, it's very helpful to be able to just put your arm around your buddy and tip back that beer together and and just say we'll get them next year. So. Anywhere that you guys want to go and, and meet up, make it happen. Let us help try to facilitate it. Shoot us some messages, and, and we'll see if we can't get you connected with uh, two or three people. Um, then you guys can have a great Sunday as well. Uh, before we go, though, and uh, get mentally ready for this giant match Sunday, I did want to take a second to give a shout-out to the LCFC grounds crew team who once hey. again have claimed the award for the number one ground of the entire season. Uh, that's something we've known a long time in Leicester that we have the best ground crew. Uh, John Ledwidge and his team just do a insane job year in and year out. Um, so much so that the league had to make a rule a few years back. If you guys remember our incredible pitches that were making man city and Liverpool look like mud pits, uh, the league then, you know, nicely changed it so they couldn't do our cool designs anymore and our beautiful pitch patterns anymore so to make it boring but we still have the best even with the boring patterns we still have the best boring patterns in the league so shout out to the grounds crew who make that thing just look like a the most beautiful green carpet on planet earth week in and week out uh so yeah shout out to john ledwich and the boys for yet another great job uh over there Good crew too of, of men and women doing that that job too. Really good people, really good folks to be around. Um, you know, hopefully we can get out and, and see them soon. And uh, if we're doing shout outs too, I gotta give a huge, huge shout out to Leicester City women right now because uh, they're also in a similar situation where it's coming down to the last day, but they are in the driver's seat, uh, have a more favorable matchup. Then, then Reading really, you know, less. We're we're up two points on on Reading going into the last day of the season, but Reading does have a better goal difference. So, a draw combined with a Reading, if we draw and Reading win, Reading would overtake us and and we would go down. But we're playing Brighton, who's just above us in tenth place. Reading's in last place in twelfth, and they are playing the league leaders Chelsea on the last day. So. Our our girls are are still in the driver's seat. I think they've shown like just awesome levels of, of, of fight and determination, and grit, and all the things you want to see. You know, in a relegation scrap, they're out there scrapping. They they, they really are. And um, so uh, that game is um, on uh, on Saturday, nine thirty a.m. Uh, Eastern time should be available to stream all over the States uh, for free. So um, let's, let's start the weekend off right with, with, with our girls staying up and then let's see what, what the boys can do on Sunday. Hell yeah. Set the tone ladies. We have all the belief in the world in you guys. We know that you'll kill it. We know that you'll make us proud. And uh, we know that uh, 
you'll give everything that you have out there. And, and really that's all we can ask. So yeah, shout out to our boy, Harry McLean, the best kit man in the world uh, with the LCFC women as they fight for their uh, lives as well this weekend. Um, on that note, guys, give it to Jimmy. Anything final that you want to say to the people before we uh, send them off before another fun week of Leicester football? Keep the faith. Excellent. Short and sweet. Love it. Love it. Jason. I don't know. Like, do what do what do we think? Do you think do you think we this happens this week? I don't want to tempt fate. I'm not gonna jinx anything. I know. I I tell you, man, it's just it does seem it seems I, I, I'm feeling positive. And I, I'm usually not that guy, but I'm just feeling like everything seems to be coming together and i and i i have we've got a good bournemouth friend in san diego he's uh the san diego bournemouth supporter group it's uh he and his girlfriend great guy uh so shout out to aaron uh i'm hoping he can do us a favor i know he'll be he'll be at the bar with us at the blue foot um and yeah i i'm, I'm feeling good guys i really am okay i'll you know i'm gonna try to ride that that wave of San Diego, Southern California, Pacific Ocean optimism, That's cool. and um, and take that into the weekend for for both the guys and the girls. Hell yes, uh, Jason. Tell the fine folks that are within a three hour drive of New York City how they can join you on Sunday. Get to Manhattan. Get to Football Factory. It's on Thirty Third Street. It's right across from the Empire State Building. We will be there. Um, kickoff is 11:30. Try to get there a little early if you can, because everyone's playing at the same time. It's going to be a it's going to be a wild day at the factory, but we will be there, um, and we will probably be there for a while, no matter what happens at the, at the end of the day. Yeah, I've played for a long day. Uh, on the opposite side of the country, guys, if you're within three, four, five-hour drive of San Diego, California, you want to spend your day with the San Diego Foxes, you should head to the Blue Foot. Uh, it is in beautiful North Park, San Diego, right by Balboa Park. Um, we are going to be doing it pretty big over there. The Blue Foot is. Um, they're going to be having a Woodstock. I think they're calling it Footstock. Uh, it, we're going to have DJs. There's going to be live music. Uh, there's going to be more TVs than normal set up. It's going to be crazy. So yeah, same, same thing, guys, on the West Coast. If you want to come and uh, hang with us, we're going to be there all day. I'm going to be there very early. I'm going to be at, the, uh, I think, kickoff for us is 8.30. Is it 11.30 on the East Coast? 11.30 East Coast. Yeah, yeah so 8.30. Uh, we will be at the bar. I will be at the bar at 6 a.m. if you want to get there crazily with me. Uh, and join in the fun um, we're going to be doing it big so wherever you are though in the country guys find someone to watch this with matt you just sorry uh speaking about a three-hour drive and you said balboa park kind of you know philadelphia is certainly within a three-hour drive of, of new york and if you are in south jersey or if you're in the philly area uh, look up philly foxes they will definitely be out and they would definitely be um be out there and having you know trying to to make the best of it and having a having a rowdy time together so um yeah. definitely look those up if you're in the philly area they will be out and, and they're just an awesome awesome bunch to, to hang with and watch a game with. hell yeah shout out to ben and cj you legends uh we love you boys great turnout on monday they had for the on a monday guys getting a turnout like that against newcastle was incredible so yeah shout out to our boys in philly i'm sure the ohio foxes will be doing uh their thing in columbus if you're near ohio want to join up with them make sure to hit them up um 
Any other was that we missed, guys? Please Dallas send us Fox, some. The Dallas Foxes with Paul and Curry will be there. Okay. And then if I know that's that's four hours away for me, but you know, if there's anyone in Houston that wants to watch, like tweet us as well, and I'll yeah, hit hit up. Come out of my hermit hermit cave to meet up. <laughs> Yeah, that would be wonderful. Um, but yeah, guys, any other supporter groups? If you if you're having a meetup, please shoot us a message so we can retweet it and uh, get you some numbers pumped up, because uh, we need all hands on deck for this crazy final day. It was always going to come down to something like this. Nothing can go easy for us, less the boys. So we can uh, just keep the faith and hope for the best. Um, shout out to our fourth co-host, not with us tonight, running the scenes. Or running the show from behind the scenes, Mr. Chris Warner. We love you, buddy. Can't wait to see you Sunday. Yes, sir. And on that note, guys, um, for the final time before a match uh, this season, everything else will be uh, reviews and preview shows from here on out. So hold your breath, cross your fingers, wear your lucky jersey and socks, and uh, hopefully we get a result on Sunday, guys. Thank you for joining us on the U.S. Foxes podcast. As always, you're the best. And uh, yeah, we'll talk to you next week. Uh, Hopefully with some good news. Peace, boys.